Welcome to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, Been There, Done That. To get free mentoring services, as well as to see the wide variety of resources available for small businesses, visit our website at www.score.org or call 1-800-634-0245. And now, here's your host, Dennis Zink. Episode number 33, Business Incorporation 101. Fred Dunnier joins me today in our studio as co-host, score mentor, and our audio engineer. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Dennis. Our guest today is Nellie Akalp with CorpNet.com. Welcome to Been There, Done That, Nellie. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Nellie Akalp is an entrepreneur, small business advocate, speaker, and author. Her first business was acquired by Intuit in 2005, and today she is the founder and CEO of CorpNet.com, which is an online legal document filing service that helps entrepreneurs start, grow, and maintain their business. Nellie contributes her expert advice to Forbes, Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, and now Been There, Done That. She frequently speaks at small business expos and has appeared as a guest on the Fox Small Business Network. Again, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Nellie, why is incorporating a business important? For most new entrepreneurs, the process of incorporating or forming an LLC is really an unfamiliar road to navigate. And the bottom line is incorporating your business is important for several reasons. Liability, personal asset protection is the main reason because without incorporation, your own personal savings and property are at risk to settle any debts of the business. God forbid the business should get sued or wrong somebody. In addition to liability and personal asset protection, there are tax benefits. Uh, Liability protection is the key benefit for incorporating or forming an LLC, but in some cases, forming a corporation can help you lower your overall tax burden. And corporations and LLCs often qualify for additional tax benefits and deductions that aren't normally available to individuals. Um, Other benefits include added layer of privacy. When you incorporate or form an LLC, there's an added layer of privacy. In many cases, a registered agent, which a corporation or LLC must designate for the corporation, goes on record, leaving your home or business address private so that nobody can get access to you. And last but not least, Venture capital funding. A corporation offers a known um, stock structure with freely transferable shares. So in most cases, uh, when you incorporate, uh, you can have, as a corporation or an LLC, it could be easier to access a line of business credit or seek uh, venture capital funding. So that's really, in a nutshell, the benefits of why you need to incorporate and why incorporation is so important to a business. At some point, uh, once you've incorporated, does it make sense to either change the structure or let me ask it backwards, does it pay to start as an LLC and then uh, look at a corporate structure if you're thinking of going public or raising funds? That's a great question. Oftentimes, as a small business owner, the two most Frequently used business structures are either the S corporation or the limited liability company. In answer to your question, you can always convert from one structure to another structure. 
such as if you're an S-Corp and you want to convert to a C-Corporation, which is the most uh, attractive type of business structure if you have an exit plan or if you want to seek venture capital funding down the line, or vice versa, if you're a corporation and want to convert to an LLC, you can do that. But again, it really depends on the nature of your business and what stage of the business you're at, you know, what stage of growth you're at. But in answer to your question, again, at any given point in time, and as long as your state offers this filing, you can always convert from one business structure to another. What types of personal assets can incorporating protect? Any type of personal asset that you own as, as an individual is protected if you incorporate or set yourself up as an LLC. Because as a corporation or an LLC, what is happening is that you're creating this corporate shield, this bubble around you as an individual, so that nobody can get to your personal assets, ranging from your car, your house, your checking, your personal checking account, your savings account, your retirement account, your children's savings account. And keep in mind, it also protects you against any future acquired assets too, because when you incorporate or form an LLC, um, you're, you're protected not only against your current assets, but also against your future acquired assets. So in a nutshell, anything that you own individually as an asset and you outright own rights to it can be protected if you incorporate or form an LLC. Nellie, what are the most popular business structures? The sole proprietorship is the simplest form of business entity. However, without the protection of a corporate shield, again, personal assets are exposed to business liabilities. And even where a small business owner doesn't have assets today, a judgment against that business owner can last up to 22 years. So the sole proprietorship is one form. Again, with the sole proprietorship, is it's basically one entrepreneur, one small business owner doing business under their own name or under a fictitious business name by filing what is called a doing business as filing or registration with their state or county clerk's office. The next type of business structure is a partnership. Again, with a partnership, it's like a sole proprietorship but it's two or more people doing business together under their own names or under a fictitious business name or doing business as filing. Just like the sole proprietorship, the partnership offers no personal protection. There is no liability protection. All the assets of a sole proprietor or a partnership, i.e. the partners within a partnership, are exposed to business liabilities. And there is no protection of a corporate shield with these two types of business structures. Then what we get into is the types of business structures that offer you liability protection. And we start out with the corporation, which there's two types. There's the C corporation 
and the S corporation. With the C corporation, this entity is not recommended for small business owners. The C corp is ideal for a business that intends to raise capital by issuing stock or attracting investors through VC funding. Again, a C corporation is your formal corporation whereby you have your shareholders, your directors, your officers, and you're getting taxed once at the corporate level when the corporation reports profits. And then uh, the, when the corporation makes a distribution out to its shareholders, the shareholders get taxed again on their individual uh, tax returns. So with the C corporation, it's the most formal type of business structure out there. It offers you the liability protection, taxes, credibility, uh, added layer of privacy, everything we covered under why you want to incorporate and the benefits. However, again, this entity is not recommended or ideal for a small business owner. At which point we want to talk about the S corporation, which is great for a small business owner. The S corporation Again, it starts out as a C corporation because it is a corporation, but for those business owners who can qualify with the IRS, you can make an election to be treated as an S corporation for tax purposes. With the S corporation, again, it's great for a small business owner who can qualify because the IRS places limits on the number of owners and who can be an owner in an S corporation. Uh, because with the S corporation, you have to be a citizen or resident of the U.S. You can only have up to 100 shareholders within the S corporation, and you can only have one class of stock. However, it's great for a small business owner who can meet these requirements, plus all owners if you qualify, are taxed based on their percentage of ownership. So with an S corporation, the greatest benefit is that as a small business owner, you're not only getting the benefit and liability protection of uh, the C corporation and what it offers you. However, you're getting the benefit of not paying double taxation. So there's this feature of double taxation avoidance with the S corporation in that all the profits and losses that are distributed among the shareholders of the corporation are only uh, reported once on the shareholders' individual return. Thereby, with the S corporation, it's great for a small business who doesn't want to pay the double taxes, wants that liability protection, and also is interested as the shareholder to list themselves on payroll for that corporation. There's a lot there. <laughs> there is a lot. There is a lot. And frankly, we can go through and spend literally an hour on just the different types of business structures and get into it uh, much deeper. But uh, for purposes of this podcast, um, I want to move over to the LLC, um, which is the uh, other type of business structure that we'll cover for a small business owner. Um, the LLC stands for a limited liability company. And frankly, how I like to describe the LLC is for a small business owner, they get to have their cake and eat it too. It offers all the benefits that a corporation would offer you, but without all the formalities. So it is 
ideal and great for a business that wants that liability protection but seeks minimal formality because the only uh, document that controls the LLC and binds the members of the LLC together is called and referred to as an operating agreement. So it's really great for that small business owner who wants that liability protection, that peace of mind, uh, the credibility, the tax advantages, that, you know, establishing that business credit and capital, that added layer of privacy, but really doesn't want to deal with all the headache involved and all the paperwork and formalities that are often required by a corporation or an S corporation. Um, it's also perfect uh, for a business with foreign owners because in an LLC, anyone can be an owner of an LLC. You can have a C corp as a member of an LLC, an S corp, another LLC, a trust, a foreigner, an estate. So the LLC really is a hybrid between a corporation and an S corporation because not only it's great for a small business because of the liability protection it offers, because of the minimal formalities, but in addition to all this, just like the S corporation, it offers that pass-through tax feature whereby you're not doubly taxed. We have that, we refer to it as double taxation avoidance. And just like the S corporation, the LLC offers this feature as well. And for those of you who are considering whether to go LLC versus S corp, we recommend that you consult your tax advisor and see which entity will provide you with the maximum tax advantages and what's best for your particular business. Nellie, in certain states that, uh, for example, Florida, um, I know there's an issue with LLCs having one member as opposed to multiple members in terms of uh, legal issues. Can you comment on that? From my knowledge, in the state of Florida, you can have a one-member LLC. However, I think what you're referring to is the way they're taxed. And as a single-member LLC, uh, you would be referred to as a disregarded entity, or you can be taxed as an S-corporation. But there is no bar or any requirements within the state of Florida um, that prevent a single member LLC from being formed. And I happen to know that because Florida is one of our top states for forming businesses for our clients. And LLCs happen to be very prevalent as far as the type of business structure we form in the state of Florida. Now, I was talking from a legal perspective because Florida courts have found that uh, a single member LLC uh, is subject to uh, piercing more than if you have two or more members. Are you aware of that? Maybe you're not aware of that in Florida, because I know you're not in Florida. No, I, I, I actually, I'm aware of it. But again, for us, it's a matter of, we look at it from a general standpoint in that um, you can have piercing of the corporate veil um, for any type of entity. And obviously, in the state of Florida, um, and specifically with one-person corporations and LLCs, there is this default that the courts will look at you and 
really question as to what is the specific purpose of you setting this corporation or LLC up? Are you trying to hide the assets or are you really doing it for, um, you know, conducting a lawful business? So I think where you're coming from is the fact that there's this default or um, raising of the eyebrows, I should say, when it comes to the courts looking at small business owners and really why the purpose is that they're setting it up as a one-man show, as a corporation or an LLC versus just conducting the business as a sole proprietor. Nellie, as you went through uh, the litany of the different types of structures, uh, I had several questions and jotted down a few notes. I'd like to go back a minute to uh, sole proprietorships for just a second. Obviously, that's not the best form uh, of entity for most uh, business choices. However, you can protect a sole proprietorship with an insurance. If you have insurance to protect against liability, uh, could you comment on that? Yes. Great question. Great comment. Absolutely. Uh, as a sole proprietor, there are definitely uh, business insurance policies out there for you that can protect you uh, as a sole proprietor. But again, in light of how easy and inexpensive it is these days to set up yourself as a corporation or an LLC, I think um, it would really behoove a business owner from not considering going that route, especially if from the get-go uh, their, their, their business is taking off and it's profitable. Can you comment on the best places to set up uh, these entities as far as the different states? Absolutely. So the general rule of thumb is you want to set up the corporation or the LLC in the state where your business has a physical presence. And physical presence can be the state where your business is physically located, where any property is owned by the business, is located, where your employees reside, or where the shareholders reside. Um I know that there's this hype and you've probably seen that many companies choose to incorporate in Delaware or Nevada. There's a good reason why these two states are hot choices for incorporation. Delaware offers very developed, flexible and pro-business statutes, while Nevada has low filing fees and um, no state corporate income franchise or personal income taxes. However, again, these states aren't for everybody. If your corporation or LLC will have less than five shareholders or members, it's best to incorporate or form the LLC in the state where your business has physical presence. Nellie, at what stage should a company decide to choose the uh, different structures um, and when should they change uh, based on uh, when they form their organization or if they're thinking of selling or if they take on additional uh, partners. Uh, can you comment on that, please? Absolutely. So again, the, the, the default is that most small businesses consider themselves too small to worry about incorporation. However, in my opinion, whether you're a self-employed social media consultant, a landscaper, a cleaning service, or a PR consultant, incorporating or forming an LLC is a smart idea. And again, in my opinion, you should consider incorporating yourself or forming your LLC the sooner rather than later. And as we 
discussed earlier, if the business is launching and it's going to be profitable from the get-go, it's a wise idea to consider setting yourself up as a corporation or an LLC. Now, in answer to your question as to, you know, the small business owner is decided they want to incorporate and they're ready, what form of business structure should I form from the get-go? Again, it really depends on what type of business they're conducting and how much formalities are they willing to take on as a small business owner? In addition, which uh, type of entity between the LLC and the S corporation will offer them the best tax advantages? As a business owner, if they're a single business owner and they want that liability protection um, and they don't want all the formalities and they're They don't have a problem with paying self-employment taxes and being a member of an LLC versus being an employee, then the LLC is ideal for that small business owner. Um, If the business owner is in a relationship, they're married and the husband and wife are conducting the business together and they want to... uh, become employees of the corporation and they don't mind the minimal formalities afforded with that S corporation um, and they don't want to place self-employment taxes, then the S corporation is ideal as long as they can qualify. Um, Here at CorpNet, we have a great tool that's right off our homepage of our website. It's called the Business Structure Wizard. And it was created by attorneys and accountants, which is great for a small business owner who is considering taking on the incorporation process, but really doesn't know what business structure is best for them. And this wizard will take you through a three-minute questionnaire and will ask questions um, from the business owner and lead them through a process and a survey. And at the end of this interview, it will recommend which business structure is right for your small business. So I would definitely recommend any of you that are considering taking that next step of incorporating your business to take a look at the business structure wizard offered by CorpNet to see which business structure is right for your business and will offer you the maximum tax benefits for your small business. Nellie, are there any special considerations if you're planning on doing a web-only business? Again, um, I'll use our company as an example. We're a national website. We're a legal document filing service. We offer our services in all 50 states. And frankly, we're, we're an S corporation. So in answer to your question, no. Um, and again, that goes for what type of business structure you're trying to form in addition to where you're trying to set up the business structure. It really depends on how you're conducting the business and how you want to be taxed um, uh, as the business owners involved within the corporation or the LLC. Um, In our case, we elected to be an S corporation because both of us are very active within the business and we're employees of the business. So, and, and as an S corporation, 
uh, the shareholders of the corporation can be employees of the corporation, whereas with an LLC, that's not the case. The members of the LLC cannot be employees of the LLC and are subject to only take a draw and you have to pay self-employment taxes on that draw. So in answer to your question, it really depends on um, the the individual business owners, um, you know, financial status and how they want to be taxed as individuals and whether they want to be employees of their company and how involved they are within their company. Are there any other filings business owners need to make to stay uh, on top of uh, compliance and good standing in their states? Absolutely. So uh, the hype is that once I incorporate my business, my job is done, and that's not the case. When you incorporate or form an LLC, most states will require you to um, file a, a yearly statement of information or we refer to it as an annual report with the state to make sure the state has up-to-date information on the corporation or LLC. Um, so yes, there are uh, filings that need to be complied with uh, in order to keep the business in compliance and in good standing with your state uh, for years to come and as long as the LLC or corporation is active. And failure to do so will cause the LLC or corporation to go into bad standing and as a result, you can you you can lose that liability protection and that corporate shield um, around yourself and the business. So definitely uh, consider checking in with your state after you've set up yourself as a corporation or an LLC to see what types of compliance filings are required to keep the corporation or LLC in good standing. And again, throughout the uh, year as well, uh, if you've changed business address, you need to make sure the state has your updated business address on record. If you're making changes to the structure of the corporation or the LLC, um, such as adding someone in, uh, deleting someone out, you definitely want to file what is called amendment documents with your state um, that you're filed with to make sure the state has record of any changes your corporation or LLC has made. In addition, um, for your particular business type, once you've set up the business structure, you have to check with your state and county and local authorities to make sure that you have the proper licenses and permits to be able to conduct your business. Because again, this is one area where small business owners fail to educate themselves on. And it's like owning a house. When you build a house, you're setting up the foundation of the house. But once the house is built, you have to get a certificate of occupancy to be able to occupy the house. Same with a business. When you start the business, you have to set up the foundation of the business first by setting the structure up, such as a sole prop, partnership, corporation, LLC. And then once that business structure, that foundation is set up, you have to make sure you find out what type of licenses 
and permits you need to be able to legally operate that business so that you're not down the line uh, liable for any fines or penalties because you can ultimately get shut down if you don't have the proper business licenses and permits for your particular business. Nellie, is there anything that we did not cover in this discussion or something you want to briefly reemphasize for the benefits of our listeners? Um, I think the only thing that oftentimes a, a business owner will ask is, okay, I now understand why I need to incorporate. I understand the benefits. I understand um, what state I need to incorporate in. Now, how do I incorporate? Uh, I think it's important to know that the process to incorporate or form an LLC is relatively easy these days. There are three common methods, and each has its own set of pros and cons depending on your specific situation. The first uh, way, first method is to do it yourself. With this method, you'll need to download or request the forms from your Secretary of State's office and submit the forms on your own. We call it the do-it-yourself method. Obviously, the DIY method is obviously the lowest cost method. Um, you'll still have to pay the state filing fee. Exact fee amounts vary by state. For example, you know, in the state of Florida, I believe it's um, $78.75 to form a corporation and a little bit higher to form an LLC. Um, if you're more concerned about saving money than time and have a high tolerance for following the tiniest of details, this is a good option for you. Another method would be using a reputable online legal filing service such as our company an online legal filing service will file the documentation for you. This option is slightly more expensive than filing yourself. Yet for some, the time savings and peace of mind are invaluable. And we'll do all the hassle, the paper filing, so that you can have the peace of mind to focus on uh, you know, what's important, which is starting and growing your business and focusing on hitting those sales numbers. So a professional online service will know exactly what is needed, what to file, and how to get it filed right and save you time and money. And then last but not least, it's the attorney option. If you have particular complex business needs, for example, you have strict requirements for shareholder structure or stock allocation, and you're dealing with millions of dollars up front, then you should obviously consider retaining an attorney or your own expert counsel to help you get you start started. Well, Nelly, thank you for being our guest today on Been There, Done That and enlightening our listeners on Incorporating 101. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Nelly. You've been listening to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, Been There, Done That. The opinions of the hosts and guests are theirs and do not necessarily reflect those of SCORE. If you would like to hear more podcasts, get a free mentor, view a transcript of this podcast, or would like more information about the services we provide, you can call SCORE at 800-634-0245 or visit our website at www.score.org. Again, that's 800-634-0245 or visit the website at www.score.org.